now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, hop along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome to Rod Real Radio. I am your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and I can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in tonight. And I think we're going to make it worth your while because we have a jam-packed show for you this evening. There's lots happening. This week, between now and the Fred Hall shows, uh, let me just tell you some of the guests we have on tonight. The tournament director for the 2016 International Yelltail Derby, John Campbell, he'll be joining us right here at at 5 o'clock. And then later on, we're going to have Todd Curry, ABA fisherman, is going to tell us about ABA in San Diego. Then coming on later on, we will have general manager of the Fred Hall Shows, the ultimate outdoor experience, Mr. Mike Lum. You talk about putting 20 pounds of mud into a five-pound sack. That's what Mike and Fred and all the family there are trying to do right now. We're going to try and catch up with them and talk about what they're doing for the Long Beach Show. And then coming up at 640, we're going to have Billy Nelson with us from 24-7 Outdoors talking about new line of lures that he's come up with. And then also, he'll be fishing next week against Stan Vandenberg. And uh, that should be an epic, epic classic because Stan, this past weekend, did extremely well at Lake Casitas. And we're going to be talking about that. But let me introduce him, the co-host of Rod and Reel Radio, the voice of 1-800-BASSBOAT, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, how you doing, sir? Well, John, good evening, everybody. And hey. it'll be an interesting next tournament. That's all i got to say. All right. <laughs> well, hey, we, we'll uh, give the opportunity uh, later on in the show to talk about this last week's tournament. Maybe you can give up some of the goods on that. Well, we'll, we'll tell you about it. That's not a problem. you still got to go. I can, I can give you colors and everything but the places, and you still got to catch them. All right. Hey, let's get on to our first guest because, as I've said, we have a jam-packed schedule tonight. This fella is the tournament director for the 2016 International Yellowtail Derby. It's an event that has been reprieved here in San Diego. I believe this is going to be the eighth year that it's been held. Let's bring him on aboard. Mr. John Campbell. John, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, John. Uh, good to be back with you and and uh, talk to also uh, Stan Vandenberg and Wendy. So uh, uh, really, really happy. And, 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 you know, John, you fished in the Yellowtail Derby, the original, so you really know about it. <laughs> hey, well, you know, 
I, I fished it back in the, you know, starting in the late 50s into the 60s. The Yellowtail Derby, though, it took a little hiatus. But, John, you brought it on about, and just tell us briefly a little bit about how that came about. Well, uh, when I came back from Hawaii after 28 years, I grew up here. Uh, and in Hawaii, there's a lot of fishing tournaments. So I was very involved over there. I did a lot of big game fishing, fishing the HIDT and this and that, and all around Oahu and uh, had a lot of fun with that, but I came back and it seemed like there was kind of a void here. And I know you know San Diego is kind of a mecca for fishing, especially people coming from all over the country to go out in the long range boats and this and that. And uh, so I started to, I really remembered the Yellowtail Derby. So I started investigating that and I, I ran into Joseph Malusco at the day at the docks who had a uh, had a movie on it and get. And, Somehow gotten some uh, 16 millimeter film, so I, it just sparked my interest. And um, work, uh, was working with Catherine Miller when the, the port asked her to start it up again, and uh, so we did some more investigation. And there was really no records uh, other than uh, what was in the newspaper. So uh, I spent a little more time, and then the port didn't. They said do it, but they wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't help fund it or, or support it. So. I spent a little time in the library digging up information on it and couldn't find any, any reason why the San Diego JCs, who were the original uh, ones that started it in 1946 and ran through 73. So um, I had some, I got, I got some time and some energy and uh, started it up, uh, started really working on it strong in 2007 and 8, and the first one was in 2009. And we, we only had it for, I think, seven days then. And uh, people were complaining that we can't go fishing for seven days. So the next year I made it nine days, you know, and, and then 15. And then, you know, I kept doing it larger and larger until they finally got it. They didn't have to fish every day because the original was six months long. started in March, ended in September. There would be 100,000 anglers, wow. which you were involved in. Wow. And another another angler I saw today, Mike Ito. But in 2009, uh, we had a, you know, it was a smaller group, and it was, a, but it was a start. And a lady won it that year, in 2009. Now, Sonia, uh, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. Uh, she's got a great cafe in Ramona. Um, and she, 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 Sonia Steiner. And she went out with her her uh, significant other, and went to Coronado Islands, and she caught a bigger fish than he did. She, that was the only day she fished. He went out four more times, and she she was the winner that year. Perfect. Oh I think it was a 20, 26 or 27-pound fish. Anyway, that progressed. Well, so, John, let me just take a minute here talking about ladies. I just want to welcome the other co-host of Ron Real Radio. She's uh, fresh from a seminar she was putting on at the Bass Pro Shop in San Jose. Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, thanks for coming aboard, and I'm sorry I missed you right there in the beginning. That's all right. Just forget about me. I'm the, you know, <laughs> no, no, Wendy, I can't. We're talking about ladies and fishing because... John, the the uh, the Yellowtail Derby is a an event that in the past years the ladies have also done very well in. Yes, they have. 
like I say, they, they won the, the first inaugural one in 2009 after I started it up again. And then uh, last year, we had uh, quite a strong lady angler by the name of Katerina Eckert who went out on open party boats. And she came in second overall. Right. And they, a, that's a, awesome. 29-2 uh, yellowtail. But she fished so much. I mean, I even knew guys that had gone on the boat with her, and she was just, she was a crazed lady who just fished really hard and came in second. Well, not only uh, Katerina has gotten also a lot of ladies now in interested in fishing where she's got a group called Saltwater Vixens that go out quite regularly on the Mission Bell. So congratulations to Katerina and, and all the ladies she's introduced to the sport. It's really great. Yes, it is. You know, yeah, now, there's another to... lady, though, that's done really well, and I believe the last name is Ortiz, and I, I, it, that, that has done well in some of the other, other categories and the Yellowtail Derby, too. That's true. Um, um, Nancy Ortiz, she uh, works, works with the San Diego Police Department. She's a, she's a cop, and uh, she's a mighty, mighty little person. And uh, she came in the second in halibut uh, last year, and uh, she the year before she she won won the halibut division with like a forty some pound. This is uh, two thousand fourteen. That's a, a forty pound halibut. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, she, and she's 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 back in it. We've got great competitors like Eddie Howerton. And uh, Burleson, and uh, a lot, a lot of people have. Rick have, Maxa. Uh, Rick Matt. Okay, yes, Rick Maxa, who uh, came in first last year and and broke our current record, which was thirty nine six, and he caught a forty five pound yellowtail in a, a strange place. I mean, not not a normal place off Mission Beach. Right. Not hey, in the Coronado know. Islands. Not at La Jolla Kelp. Mission Beach. El Nino. Yeah. Hey, John, while we have you just here for the few minutes left, uh, uh, let's first of all set up some parameters on this end. When is the Yellowtail Derby this year? The, the dates on it are April 30th through uh, June 5th, with the awards on June 6th at the Valley High. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, tell us, you know, uh, as in past years, there's uh, uh, an entry fee, but you do offer an early entry uh, uh, premium, do you not? Yes. The uh, the entry fee this year is $80. The early bird is 60 And uh, uh, through uh, extensive uh, talks with uh, you and other people, I've uh, decided to, to extend that. It was going to go through March 15th. I'm extending that to March 20th, which is the last day of the Fed Hall Del Mar show. So uh, I think that'll help. Great. Now, and then, you know, it's called the uh, the Yellowtail Derby, but you have other categories beside Yellowtail that people are automatically entered in and great prizes to be won. Yes. Thank you for thinking of that, John. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, John, thank you for being our MC. For the last five, six, six or seven years, and you, you really bring a lot of life to it, <laughs> uh, and because you know you know the event, you know a lot of the anglers that are just 
it brings everybody really enjoys it. So thank you. But the other the other species are white sea bass and halibut. After I had uh, tuna and this and that in there, which you know they weren't there for several years, but people kept saying, "Gee, if we got white sea bass, why don't you change it from you know albacore or tuna to halibut? Because when you're fishing for white sea bass, sometimes you catch halibut." You know, and John, we want we also want to, you know uh, the anglers to know that this is open to recreational anglers only, but they yes. can fish off private boats, they can fish off the open party boats, or they can fish off a kayak. And uh, yes. how do you recommend the best way to get a fish weighed? Best way to get a fish weighed, uh, uh, there's multiple ways actually. Uh, it needs to be on a certified scale, which means it needs to have a state stamp on it, or an IGFA certified scale. The best scales in San Diego, uh, if you're going out, especially, this is an ocean deal, so if you're going out, out of Mission Bay, you can go into Dana Landing, where they've got an excellent IGFA certified scale there. Uh, in San Diego Bay, uh, the Marlin Club, uh, they try to, try to get in there while they're, they're open. If they're not open, you can always call one of the numbers on the door, and they'll, they'll get it. Now, also, there are other places. Um, Angler's Arsenal, out in La Mesa, uh, your store, John, has a scale. Right. You can have fish weight in there. Uh, Angler's Choice on, uh, on Rosecrans, uh, it, it just east of uh, um, Harbor Drive. And you know, then on weekends, too, John, you've also, uh, I know you've camped out right in front of the Shelter Island launch ramp to get the private boaters there. Is that something you're going to be uh, doing, too, this year? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing that and trying to get people aware of what's going on with that. But uh, I do not have a, a scale uh, myself, so we won't be weighing in fish at the ramp. So, But the best place, you know, during in, on any weekend is still the, Mar- the Marlin Club. They don't okay. charge anything for it. They're happy to do it. It's a public service. And they've been doing it for... Over 40 years. Well, I know you made a great effort to uh, get entry forms to all the tackle stores uh, in the San Diego County area, and there's a few of them up north too. But if people want to find out more about the Yellowtail Derby, to pick up an entry and a weigh-in slip, how's the best way to do it, John? They can go online at uh, International Yellowtail Derby or just YellowtailDerby.com, and all the information's there. All the history is there. And uh, uh, you can you can uh, they still have, they have the early bird discount which is which is sixty dollars and uh, uh, you can you can go online and, and do it all online and get all the information and read about the history and see all the winners from past times. All right, well, John, I know we're we're short on time right now. I'll also. Well, let's get back with you. Uh, we'll talk about the, more about the International Yellowtail Derby for 2016. And I want to talk more about you being one of the IGFA representatives down here in San Diego and how you're trying to be influential to, uh, uh, to uh, get Brian Fagan's uh, 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 white sea bass that he caught off of a kayak here a couple of weeks ago recognized by the IGFA. Yes, doing that. One one more quick thing on the Yellowtail Derby, you, you, you enter you enter by uh, uh, April tenth and you get the free T-shirt. All right, okay. that sounds anyway, good. 
John yeah, Campbell, yeah. director of the International Yellowtail Derby. You can get all the information you need at yellowtailderby.com. John, thank you for being with us, and we look forward to seeing you here in the not-too-distant future. Hey, thank you very much. All the best. All right. See you at Fred Hall. Yep. Hey, uh, that's it for uh, the, the first segment of Rod Real Radio. Wendy Toshihara, if uh, by any chance uh, you missed her introduction, is, uh, is with us. So Stan Vandenberg. Hey, coming up next, what the heck is Phil thinking? Stay tuned. A lot more Ron Real Radio to come. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks no matter what you're hauling or towing for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert now get special savings on every f-series truck in stock 150s 250s 350s at el cajon ford we have commercial trucks too including the all-new transit connect finally a commercial van with great mileage helping your business get moving again el cajon ford worth the short drive from anywhere in southern california broadway and east main and el cajon or online anytime anywhere at el Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today HM landing 619-222-1144 or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has a new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag, quantum fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. This segment of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. 
Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Real Radio Line. <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Stan, Wendy, and I, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio. And now it's time to hear from the voice of PFO Outdoors. Man, this is not any ordinary winner. And here with the details on just why it isn't is Phil Friedman. Phil, how you doing tonight, sir? John, Wendy, Stan, great to be with you. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Boy, we, we're doing good. The fishing is great, Phil. Can you give us some of the details? Sure, John. Let me give you kind of a synopsis. I'll take you start you out about 300 miles below the border down around Cedros. Talk to Robert Miranda. He uh, runs an operation down there called Cedros Sea Hunters. And he said the calico bass fight is really coming on down there. The yellowtail bite still not up to par, starting to come on, seeing a few more fish. A lot of it's been smaller, great yellowtail, starting to see a few bigger ones. And he thinks that it's just about that time. Even though, really, you know, if you look at the calendar, we're still in the dead of winter. Things are starting to act more spring-like here early as a consequence, I think, of that residual warm water left over from the El Nino. So that's still looking good. Down in San Quentin, 140 miles below the border, uh, Tiburonas Pongas. Just got a report from my friends down there, Talachi Alvina, and she says that the yellow bite down there is still very steady. And now uh, to go along with it, some big white fish, some viejas, sheep said that is, and a lot of other bottom fish to round it out. But really excellent yellow action down there, and that's good news. And the San Diego fleet coming out of Point Loma, hanging a left going down a Buck 20 miles to Colinette. Nice fishing down there for the majority of guys. Pacific Queen, 83 yellowtail, and they're 15 to 25-pound fork. They're big-grade fish, biting the yo-yo iron really, really well. And limits of rockfish for the Queen, the Pacific Voyager, with a similar type of score. Those are day-and-a-half and plus trips to get down there and fish Colinette. But that area has been ever so steady. It is magnificent, and the grade of fish, really something to marvel at. It's really been Fantastic. Coronado Islands have been a little more iffy here recently. Mission Bell yesterday, eight guys for six yellowtail. There's been a few decent hits. Malahini had a decent hit the other day with 36 yellows, I believe. But it's a little more iffy up there at the islands. That should settle it. Out of Seaforce Sport Fishing, of note this afternoon, I think at least, the half-day boat, 42 calico bass, 21 sand bass of Bonita. Again, kind of spring-like type action. That looked pretty good. Swim baits working really well at Catalina Island. The Sport King's been over there, just a few yellowtail, a ton of calico bass, but most of them are all shorts and some perch to go along with that. Southern Cal uh, was out today. Rafael Yamas from Paramount, California, checked in with me to say that they caught some sculpin and some perch and had a really beautiful day on the water. Not much more than that, however. You know, up in the bay right now, there's some incredible stuff going on. The Spitfire went 1 for 11 today on big grade yellowtail. Yesterday they went 9 for 15 and we are talking about fish in the 25 to 35-pound class. Big grade yellows. I mean, like you're fishing Dang. Guadalupe Island there in the Santa Monica Bay right now, biting the yo-yo iron, dropper loop, biting 60-pound test, and you better have that heavy string to get it done. Tony Park, a friend of mine, was on a kayak up there in the Santa Monica Bay yesterday, 30-plus-pound halibut drifting around. So really beautiful fish. <laughs> and what else can I tell you? Uh, my kids are up fishing the Delta. 
Philip had an eight-pound bass. Patrick had a ten-pound bass this morning. So they're having a blast up there. So a lot of great stuff going on. Fred Hall show on the horizon. John, you wanted that Rosarita Beach weekend trip. I'll have the details final here in just a little bit, but it's going to be April 29th to May 1st, and we'll have a special that we can announce and get everybody down there. So as you said, John, some really good wintertime fishing. Well, you know, uh, Phil, we had reports here during the week uh, of uh, fishermen painting on their grass schools of yellowtail at 100 to 200 feet that were 100 feet thick that the yellowtail just literally painted the entire graft. And then I happened to see on uh, Facebook, uh, I believe it was on the uh, the Let's Talk hookup site, that uh, one of the fishermen sent in a picture of that very same thing and uh, off the finger uh, down by Coronado, the yellowtail are thick. They're just having a hard time getting them to bite. But it's not going to be too long before all heck breaks loose down there. No, well, that is for sure. And, I mean, that is what you want to do. You want to see the fish. And many times, you know, you see that certainly with offshore fish. You'll, you'll see guys saying, man, we're seeing so much bluefin, or we're seeing a bunch of albacore, we're seeing dorado and the kelp, and they won't bite. So they kind of get into the area. They need to acclimate a little bit. And then, man, for whatever reason, you know, moon phase, uh, current, bait, whatever it is, the light switch will go on, and you'll see that fish bite. But the fact that they're seeing so much fish, John, is certainly a very, very good sign. You know, also, the the fish are, as you're saying, Phil, a bigger grade of fish, and talking with John Campbell, who we had on just before you, for the 2016 International Yellowtail Derby, he thinks that this year is going to break all records when it comes to size of fish coming in not only to the Derby, but as you are seeing, there's great fishing out there already. There's already a 50-pound fish that's come off of La Jolla, and we had, uh, you know, a 74-pound fish two weeks ago by uh, Brian Fagan, uh, a white sea bass uh, come off. So it's going to be a, a banner year, Phil. It looks like it, John. It certainly does. And this bite up here in the bay for the Marina Del Rey boys the last couple of days has been really something. 25 to 35 pound local yellowtail. That is really something, man. They really, they really put the heat on your gear. And you better have, I mean, if you're fishing 25 pound, you may as well kiss it goodbye. You better get it up to 50 and 60 pound if you want to have a chance with those fish. If you're going to be yo-yoing, 45-pound test is what they're recommending, Phil. Hey, Phil, you know, we're uh, we're trying to jam a lot into the night show, so uh, if people want to get a hold of you, find out more details about what's happening, get a, a local report, find out, uh, you know, where it's best to go when it comes to Baja or what your schedule is for the Fred Hall Show, because I know you've got some surprises for people visiting there. How's the best way to do it? John, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, I've unlisted my phone number, so tough luck. <laughs> hey, you can do that by going to www.pforadio.com. If you want it in Spanish, you can go to www.aventurasaladelibre.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook, PFO, and Aventuras Libre. And you're right at the Fred Hall Show. I won't go into great, de- uh, great detail, but Wednesday opening day, we'll have the Laker Girls Friday night. 7 p.m. We'll do the first ever all-Spanish radio show live from the Fred Hall Show. We have uh, different departments in our booth. We have a rigging station. We have a knot tying station. We have a conservation table. 
and uh, we have raffles to support our U.S. military and a whole lot more. And we're giving away a free trip to Laredo. That raffle is absolutely free. All you got to do is come in, drop your email address off, and go to Hotel Via del Palmar in Laredo and enjoy yourself. And then, again, of course, we'll have a lot of fishing trips that we put together on several boats and the trip to Rosarito Beach and some other Baja adventures also. should be a great time. It's the greatest outdoor show on earth, and our Spanish audience has really embraced it. I know we're going to have a lot of new blood out there, John. It should be really fabulous, and I can't wait to see you there, my friend. Hey, I can't wait to you. In fact, I'll try to sneak away from the booth on Friday just to see exactly what's happening in that Phil Friedman outdoor booth. Hey, Phil, thanks a lot for being with us, and we look forward to another great report next Sunday night on Rod and Real Radio. John, Wendy, Stan, and everybody listening, have a wonderful finish to your Sunday, and I hope to see you all soon. All right. Thank you, Phil Friedman, the voice of PFO Outdoors. Hey, hey, you know, this has been a, a great week on the freshwater side, too. First of all, we want to congratulate Greg Gutierrez for winning the FLW event at uh, at uh, Lake Shasta. Also, a big uh, shout-out to the Rick Grover. Came in eighth place over there. And then just this uh, 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 Saturday, there was a 49-pound limit caught at Lake Jennings over here, so we want to congratulate Chris Barr for doing that. But, you know, our own Stan Vandenberg did pretty well in the tournament on Saturday. And, Phil, you want to get, uh, Phil, Stan, you want to give us some of the details <laughs> on just what you did and how you went about doing it? All right. We had the ABA. One of the, well, there's several tournaments up uh, this weekend, every place. Congratulations, Rick Grover, too, and Gutierrez up there at Shasta. In miserable weather, by the way. But uh, we had a uh, wonderful weather up at Casitas of the ABA tournament this weekend with all the hot weather. I was thinking, man, these fish have got to move. But everybody else decided they were going to have a tournament up there, too. So I think there were two tournaments or maybe three tournaments on the lake all at once. But ABA was, <laughs> was there. So we had boats all over the lake. And, uh, and it is shrunk. It's at 42% of normal. So it makes it pretty, pretty hard to fish. But uh, with the warm weather, the fish had started to move. And then we had that little rainstorm. And everybody was pre-fishing was getting really big weights. So, and they said, you know, well, this is going to be it. You're going to have to go through a lot of fish to, and, you know, get, find the big ones. It's going to be tough. But uh, my brother Ken and I have been doing these tournaments for years, and I went up and I didn't pre-fish the normal stuff. I just drove around, and thank you, Lorenz. I uh, went just driving around, and I just waymarked rock piles or things that I hadn't fished that were away from, from what I normally fish, just driving around looking slow. And I had enough of a milk run that I knew nobody else was going to fish that when I got up there, uh, my brother and I got out and picked a starting spot, and we got three fish off of that, and... and um, and decided, well, let's start moving around because all we need is two more fish to see where we're going to be. And, and we started catching fish after fish after fish on these spots that nobody had fished before, as far as I know, because the lake's so far down. And just dragging, you know, you could drag a Carolina rig or a Texas rig or a, a drop shot or a jig past the stuff deep. And I was fishing anywhere, from, I would say, from 15 or 20 to 50. But we probably went through 30 fish between two and our big fish. My brother caught uh, about uh, 1 o'clock in the day was a 9.01. So by the time we had called that out on a balance beam all day long, every place we went, we'd get one or two. 
and they were all big. It, it was pretty crazy when I'm throwing back four-and-a-half-pound fish because it isn't going to help us. At the end of the day, we came in with a limit of 28.74, and it's, uh, as far as we know, it's the largest Southern California ABA tournament weight it's ever been, and it's the leader for the big bass that's ever, that they've caught for Southern California region so far. And, it, and Jason said it's the biggest one they've weighed in ABA for the Southern California region also. So, so for it, we ended up winning, uh, my brother and I, with 28.74. The closest guys to us were uh, a, a team that's probably going to take Angler of the Year because they've been consistently good, Paul Ramsey and Matt Lindsay, with 18.29. So we were 10 pounds ahead of the closest team. And then uh, Tim Brown and Ed John came in with 17.13. But it was pretty epic. I don't know that I've ever had a day that was as good as kind of like going to Clear Lake or, or the Delta, but we were just home here to see this. And the, the cool thing about this really is a nine-pound fish, we haven't seen any big fish. The big fish, you know, that's, everybody was after the world record, and, you know, there's a lot of big fish in the San Diego lakes with that bigger Florida strain fish that they keep putting trout in the lakes up there. It keeps that system working. Casitas has really gone on the downswing. It went all the way down to small fish at two pounds a few years ago and, and it was a two to two and a half pound fish and then the next year was three and a half to uh, four pound maybe and then it went up the next year to five pound kind of going up a, a pound or a pound and a half a year. Now we're starting to see that six to nine pound fish, that's the biggest one we've seen but there's been a lot of six and sevens or seven and a halfs weighed and I heard an eight was weighed earlier in the week so we're really seeing a movement here which is positive for the lake. Oh, we needed some water in these ponds, and we're going to be really good. But we had a, a, an unbelievably great day. And when you have to throw away four-and-a-half-pound fish to get a, a better your limit, I would say you've done a, you're doing something you don't get a chance to do very often. Well, you know, that was a great day uh, uh, for you, Stan, because you could have even come in with your best four fish, and it sounds like uh, uh, won that tournament, too. And uh, you're right, down here in the San Diego lakes, they're putting the, the those DWF fish, uh, uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife, D- Department of Fish and Wildlife fish, they're half-pound fish. So that's uh, vitamin T to our fish here. That lake up there hasn't been getting stocked like that, so... That is a fantastic uh, uh, weight, and especially where the water level is on that lake, too, because everything's kind of depressed, but it's, it's great fishing. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. We, we were giggling around the pond like girls. I mean, it was just stupid fun. Uh, every place we went, we got big fish and, and uh, one or two more to the point where and everybody else we knew was struggling, and I go, you know, this is one of those really epic days. Uh, it, you don't expect it to happen again, and I don't expect it to happen next week. And by the way, it was just because of the movement of the fish. And I, just timing was everything on this, where you had the rainstorm that pulled them back off the beach, uh, where I know that they had come up and, and everything was in 15 feet of water or less. Uh, with that little rainstorm and the cooling off, it backed them off, and we just I just was lucky enough to pre-fish enough to, to mark enough spots and, and fish around them to where the fish were just backed off, and we just got lucky enough to catch them. So. All right, great job, Stan, and good luck to you next week. Hey, we're going to have to take a break right now. Coming up next, Captain James Nelson with the Southern California Inshore Report. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages. Mm-hmm. 
Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top-angler tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. My Angler H2O. I will scent my lure with pride. And hope my boss doesn't notice the tan. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed sunken boats and outlast the hard-fighting largemouth bass. I will save water at home for better fishing out here. And always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. It's time for the spectacular 70th Annual Front Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. This is the world's largest fishing show, California's largest boat show, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. Celebrating the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation for 70 years. Nearly 1,000 booths, hundreds of boats, over 400 seminars presented by Cousins Tackle. A giant kayak and stand-up paddleboard section, California's largest marine electronics display. The Mammoth Lux Kids Fish Free Trap Pond, Savage Gears Bass Tank, The Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, Hobie Kayak Test Drives, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, Archery, Scuba, Fly Fishing, Casting, and so much more. Kids Free, Kids Fish Free, Active Military Free. Join us and share in the 70-year legacy of the Fred Hall Show as we celebrate the passion March 2nd through the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to our Rod and Reel Radio. And now it's time for the California Inshore Report with a fish icon himself, Captain. James Nelson and Captain James my first question to you this great weather is really affecting our bass fishing over here please don't tell me now that we have good weather that the fishing in our inshore areas has gone down yeah I'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) thank you James (laughs) have a good day hey James what's happening out there 
Yeah, well, you know, that's funny because I got a text from you earlier saying we're going to have to cut this short, and I almost sent a text to you saying that just rerun what I said last week because it's basically the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's fast, 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 fast. <laughs> wow. Now, both species, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'm getting a lot of questions about the sand bass that some of the fishermen are saying they they just don't think there's been that great a bite inside the bay. Hello? Hello. Oh, uh, we must like have, we you must have dropped. So the, is the bay bass fishing just, or the bass fishing inside the bay as good as it was last week, or is it getting better? Uh, no, actually, the, the inside the bay is not, hasn't been that great. Um, it's, it's okay. It, it's still livable. You'll still catch fish. It's still the, the numbers-wise, still a better fishery than most other places, but it's not living up to its potential. Uh, so are you talking about the, the bay, uh, spotted bay bass or the halibut or just all species in, um, in general? No, I think it's really just the bass one. You know, it's uh, everything else seems to be biting the same pace. It's not, not more or less than any other. I think I have seen a few more halibut come up, um, not just from our boat but from other boaters. So I think uh, we are starting to see more halibut, and that could be just because we've got a runyon run happening. Um, so that that could be it, but... Uh, it's not, like I said, it's not disappointing at all. It's just not what our, our bay is normally doing. It's actually, the bay bass bite right now is basically the same as it was in December and January. So I haven't seen any improvement. I haven't seen any decline. It's, it's still, it's, it is what it is. It's just not fantastic yet. Uh, you know, those, those 50 fish days where you drop down and you catch much just about everything, that's, that's what I mean is not there yet. But everything else is just you work at it and you'll catch fish and you find out what they want that day and you'll catch them. It's just every day it's been a little bit different. That's what makes fishing fun, by the way. You know, finding out, you know, what they want. They're telling you what they want. You just got to listen and change. <laughs> but have the fish moved up further, you know, as far as, like, if you have to go outside the bay? Uh, are they coming up closer to the shoreline? Are they, you know, are they still deep? Are they, where are they? That's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And my answer is your question. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I hit the the water every day, and it's kind of funny when, you know, people are are laying some money on the line for me to know what's going on, and I hit the water in the bay, and I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Well, until you get out there, you know, and you kind of make your first cast, and I understand that big time. You know, it's the same thing as tournament fishing. Every day you go out there and you hope that you can find what you found yesterday. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's no repeats, which, you know, as, again, that's one of the things we love about the sport is that there are no repeats. It, in my line of work, I wish there was a little bit more uh, redundancy, but, hey, whatever it is, what it is, we'll take it. And like I said, that the near uh, all that coastal bite rate, whether you're fishing calicos or sand bass, that is just phenomenal right now. And I, if I didn't know any better, I'd probably see a huge school of yellowtail today. we we tried dropping on them with our bass stuff. We went out there bass, you know, and on the brain today with a guy, and uh, they wouldn't hit. And, you know, in retrospect, seeing how they were suspended in the column in 92 feet of water, they were probably yellowtail. And a 15-pound test, it's probably good that one of those didn't bite. <laughs> but, uh, well, it would, it would have been fine. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I know from other boaters that are, especially guys that are going uh, down south a little more, that the yellowtail are definitely in in their full migration. So I wouldn't ex- I wouldn't doubt we'll start seeing them very soon in our local waters, just like last year. I mean, it's just 
The water is 63 degrees outside the bay. That's another thing that's kind of amazing. You know, Jim, we've been uh, being crushed with uh, uh, people taking red crab uh, invitations uh, out the door. Uh, I'm going to presume that that bite is still out there. It's exactly, John. I mean, as a matter of fact, I need to get into the shop, but I'm booked all week, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> put them in the mail. I have to pay for shipping for a local order. <laughs> well, give me some advanced warning because I want to make sure I've got what you need because, uh, uh, you know, the girls uh, haven't been able to make them fast enough, and they're kind of putting them in between the other things that they're making for other customers too. So, uh, But we'll make sure we've got plenty for you. But ha- has the crabs, have they been working inside the bay as well as outside? Not right now, John. They were there for a while, um, and I think that that might be what's making the the bay bite just a little different because now they're having to go look for food, and there's a lot of different choices. It's not like when we had the red crab coming in the bay, it was ignore everything else is the way the fish were. Yeah. Now they've they've got we've got grunions starting to run. We've got of course the the jack smelt spawn was happening, so we got a lot of baby smelt. We've got mullet in the back bay that are that are just spawned again, so. We've got just choices for them, and, you know, who knows what the bottom critters, the ghost shrimp and everybody else is doing. So it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty strange. Like I said, the fish are scattered. I don't know from day to day where they're going to be. I mean, we do find them, but it's, it's usually within that six-hour period. We've got to poke around a lot, and, and I always try to start where we ended up the good bite from the day before, and that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's fishing. It's fishing. Well, even for the spotties, though, uh, it seems like where the sand bass aren't there, the the spotty bite has really picked up considerably. I know in Mission Bay, I see a lot of pictures coming out of there of nice fish, you know, 15 and a half uh, inch fish. But it looks like uh, San Diego Bay, too, is the spotties are doing real well in there. They are, they are doing real well, John. Again, it's just not, uh, it's not wide open ballistic. It's it's a matter of finding. Once you find them, you'll catch them, and you'll you'll catch as many as you can until they they finally move around. But they're not schooled up in any one area, and they're not hitting any one type of bait. We're catching them on fin fish as much as we are on crustacean imitations. We're catching them on spinner. It's just it's really it's a uh, it's kind of junk fishing is what it is. I mean it's it's you'll find a school of fish and. You'll catch two, three, maybe four out of that school, and so it's not a lot. And every single one of those usually comes on something a little different. So it's it's just been weird. It's just been kind of kind of funky. But that boy, the bite coastal, it's just been it's been all about the red crab, a little bit of spooning, but mostly red crabs. And you just get down there, and you'll get that. Well, you know, Jim, I know the. Uh... Uh, the weather here has been crazy, and uh, that's probably creating havoc with your schedule, too. But if people want to view your schedule, uh, look at uh, booking a trip with you, uh, how's the best way to go about doing it? Well, they can always go to the website. It's thefishicon.com, and you can check out all the neat things that are happening there, as well as I do have a calendar page. And then you could either book a trip straight from there. I, You know, look at the calendar that's open. Uh Give me and shoot me a message and and make sure that it's available or just give me a call. You know that's always a good way too. It's six one nine three nine five zero seven nine nine. And and just you know to make me eat my heart out. I noticed. Did you take a quick trip at the beginning of the week to the Parker Strip and go after those uh, bronze backs? 
It wasn't the Parker trip, but yes, I did take uh, finally get a chance. It's been a long time. My dad used to live in Yuma, and every year he used to go there around his birthday. Um, this time we actually went on his birthday, which was Wednesday. Okay. But it's yeah, we went out of uh, Fisher's Landing and caught a lot of fish in and around Fisher's Landing, and then a few uh, outside of Martinez. They weren't quite; they were still uh, presaging there. So there was a lot of fish right at the mouth of the lakes. They weren't quite way back in there yet, and but you could just. You know, again, we talked about that troll motor. I just set the thing on anchor mode right outside the mouth of the entrance of Martinez, and we just whacked them right there. So it was okay. really, really good. Yeah, and it's such fun fishing down there for people that haven't been down to the lower Colorado. It is such an experience to take the kids over there fishing, too. It, it's like a scene out of the African Queen. It's just great fishing. <laughs> hey, uh, Jim, uh, one more time. We want to get a hold of you. Give us your phone number. It is 619 619- Three nine five zero seven nine nine. And John, yeah, I have to agree. You know, to me, the best part of fishing uh, out of there too is always getting a river burger. But I, I don't know what it is, but that little shop there, right at right at Fisher's Landing. Fishers. You know, whether you get a burger or a patty melt, boy, that's just good. It, it, it is great. Well, you, it sounds like you deserved it, and you uh, worked up an appetite. Hey, Captain James Nelson, the fish icon. Jim, thanks a lot for being with us. Not only will we talk to you during the week, we look forward to your report next weekend. Absolutely, guys. I, I, I'm pretty sure there might be a bass involved, so have a great week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, and, and now it's, it's time to bring on, you know, Stan was talking about fishing the ABA up in the Los Angeles area, and we have a former ABA director here for San Diego. He's fishing the ABA this season, too. Wanted to come aboard and talk a little bit about it. Dr. Todd Curry. Dr. Todd, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thank you for having me. Stan, how are you? Good, Todd. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Listen, <laughs> one thing to clear up. I am no longer a director, John. I'm just an assistant now. Jason's actually coming down, bringing down the ABA van, and uh, we've got this thing running like a top. Uh, I want the anglers out there to know that the American Bass has uh, restructured their fee schedule. Stan, you're aware of that. They, yep. Re- they've reduced their fees to make it more accessible to anglers. <laughs> On top of that, what we've done here in San Diego is, is we've developed some relationships with some great local sponsors. Uh, Valley Farms Market, Derek Marzo, the owner there, is going to come out and feed us after every tournament. He is... Uh, doing a catering business out of a, a, a truck. He's going to be bringing his catering truck out and making a special barbecue menu for us after each tournament, John. So the anglers are going to be fed. Uh, this is all compliments of Christian Brothers Roofing, uh, also known as Josh Preman. So the uh, Christian Brothers Roofing Company is anted up for the food. Uh, the American Bass Association developed a relationship with, with uh, the Valley Farms Market last year. And uh, we've continued it this year. It's just going to be outstanding. There's also talk in the works. I've got uh, Marco Finelli on uh, on hold. If they're going to do a thousand dollar big fish again this year, the Frank Motors Big Fish last year paid a thousand dollars. Of course, Jeff Pierce and, and Chuck Miller picked that up. But uh, we had three Anglers of the Year, three teams win Anglers of the Year this year. So it's such a competitive circuit. And we had 26 boats in our first tournament. And uh, we're expecting about the same for the next uh, next the next one, which will be a week from Saturday at El Cap, John. How did you end up with three anglers of the year? 
they tied. We had three three boats, and all three of the teams yeah. tied at the same amount of points. You know, that's pretty odd because in our, our division, I fished only five of the six tournaments, and I ended up tied in Angler of the Year with Matt Newman of IROD and, uh, and Brian Evans. That's pretty wild. Well, that's an outstanding honor, Stan. You understand that the value, you know, you don't maybe not win all of them, but you finish in the top ten each time, and you gather the points, and by the end of the season, it's pretty exciting, you know. And you've well, got to be cons- it, the guys that do that—that's always the prize at the end, really. I mean, it's nice to win one once in a while, but to be angler of the year uh, is the prize that every angler really, after you've been in the sport for a while, you want that recognition of being the top dog because that's the hardest place to be. It is. It is. Everybody's shooting for you, and uh, you know, down here in San Diego, we have some very, very, very competitive fishermen. It is. You know, it's no easy task to win a tournament down here, and it's certainly no easy task to win an Angler of the Year. So, you know, the American Bass Association is alive and well in San Diego, and we're, we're excited. We just want to invite the anglers out. The other thing is, you know, we have a great father-son. We have the uh, husband-wife, uh, you know, father-daughter. There are different categories. Anglers, though, are, you know, we're giving away a lot of different prizes. And also, what was nice last time, I noticed that they spread the money out a little bit. Uh, we had 26 anglers. We paid down to seventh place, uh, actually eighth place. So, uh, with the new options and the way he's doing it, I, I just think it's a great it's a great alternative for guys that want to come out. Maybe the newer guys that want to get involved, want to get started. Uh, you know, again, you're fishing against some of the top guys in the city, but you know that's what it's all about. You know, uh, Dr. Todd Curry, if uh, people want to find out more about the ABA schedule, not only here at San Diego, but, you know, with all the regions they have, because ABA actually has, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at last count, had to be pretty close to four regions throughout uh, the southwest, up the Pacific Northwest, going all the way into uh, Utah, New Mexico, and Arizona. How's the best way to go about doing that? Yeah, log on to theamericanbass.com, and you'll see that there are different regions. We're in the southern region. And then after you click on that, you pick the year. It's 2016 is the season. And it'll log on. It'll give you a, 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 a printout of all the different regions that down here in Southern California. And you drop down to San Diego and click on that, and then it lays out everything you need to know there, John. You know, in the big enchilada, at the end of the year, ABA runs uh, a really fantastic fish-off in uh, all of the regions, and uh, the Southern California region is by uh, by all means probably one of the best. Usually, it's uh, over at Lake Mead. I don't know where it is this uh, year, but it's a, it's a great correct, fish John. off where you can get away to fish and and have a fantastic time. Yes, and if you fish five of the six tournaments, you qualify for one of those tournaments. Now, some of the anglers John chose to go up to Clear Lake and fish up there, which is another option. Uh, so, so it's an open uh, uh, fish-off. Yeah, you can move around if you like. And, and so a lot of the guys want to fish that clear lake and throw the swim bait up there. Another group of guys qualified in both the Travelers and San Diego, and they were able to fish both championships, John. So there's All a right. lot of opportunity in the American Bass right now. They've tried to open it up for guys. They, they want to make it uh, more accessible to the anglers and, and give us more opportunities to get out there and have success, John. All right, Todd, thanks a lot for uh, cluing us in on what's happening in American Bass, not only in San Diego, but throughout Southern California. Good luck in your upcoming tournament, Todd. We look forward to seeing you out there. Well, and, and John, Stan, I want to thank you again. 
just uh, for having me on the show, guys. Hey, it's our pleasure, Todd. Hey, we'll also with John and Stan, there's Wendy with us. Hey, and Wendy, uh, uh, you know what? I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being with us, coming all the way down from San Jose to, to be on the show. <laughs> well, you know, anything for the show, John. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, listen, you get, your qu- get your questions ready because coming up next is going to be the general manager of the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience shows. It's going to be kicking off here in less than 10 days at uh, Long Beach, and uh, we all have a bunch of questions we want to find out about that show. So stay tuned. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back next with Mr. Mike Lum. Stay tuned. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks no matter what you're hauling or towing for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert now get special savings on every f-series truck in stock 150s 250s 350s at el cajon ford we have commercial trucks too including the all-new transit connect finally a commercial van with great mileage helping your business get moving again el cajon ford worth the short drive from anywhere in southern california broadway and east main and el cajon or online anytime anywhere at el H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will never use that fakey fluorescent pink bait or drag my hula popper through the mud. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed stumps, rocks, and submerged station wagons. And outsmart the ravenous river otter. I will save water by taking shorter showers for higher lakes. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take it, kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. 
Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm back to tell you about the Fred Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Who could have known that when my father started his first show in Los Angeles in 1946, that it would turn into the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. We are proud of the fact that when you attend a Fred Hall show, we will entertain you all day with nearly a thousand booths, over 400 seminars, hundreds of boats, and dozens of family fun activities. And when it's all over, you want to come back the next day to see what you missed. We invite you to come join us and share in the 70-year legacy of the Fred Hall Shows as we celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and the pure joy of outdoor recreation. Kids free, kids fish free, active military free. Join the Coastal Conservation Association of California and get in free. Check us out at fredhall.com. The Fred Hall Show, March 2nd to the 6th at the Long Beach Convention Center, presented by Progressive. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. And welcome back to the second half of Rod Real Radio, Southern California. Stan, Wendy, and I give you a big welcome. But you know what? Our next guest, he has been working his you-know-what off to give all fishermen and their guests a big welcome for the upcoming Fred Hall Show coming up here starting March the 2nd in Long Beach. Let's welcome to Ron Real Radio, the general manager of the show, Mr. Mike Lum. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hey, Mike. Hi, Wendy. How are you? I'm good. I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show, but I could have swore I heard an advertisement for the Fred Hall Show in Spanish. <laughs> you did, Wendy. You certainly did. Nice lead-in there, Wynn. There's two, there's two things I can say about that. Uh, yes, you did, and no, it wasn't me. <laughs> you, know, you know, Mike, let me just ask you. Stan, Wendy, and I, you know, we're always excited for the Fred Hall show coming up. We're in the industry, and, you know, we're looking forward to talking to the people that come to the show and everything like that. I mean... But is, is there the same type of excitement throughout everyone that is coming to the show, not only uh, the exhibitors but also the attendees that, that you can see? Yes, uh, we've been doing this for a very, very long time. And this year, uh, the uh, El Nino conditions, the great fishing that we've had, coincided perfectly with our 70th year anniversary. So we were already planning on doing everything we could to make this the most exciting year uh, ever, but uh, with the fishing that we have experienced, uh, we didn't have to do as much as we anticipated to raise the bar on excitement, and that's at the exhibitor level and at the uh, consumer level. Who uh, I've been getting more and more emails and more and more phone calls about the shows this year than I can ever remember, and uh, I think this is going to be uh, two of the best shows we've ever had. You know, Mike, I, I have had calls from, I mean, uh, well, I'm a part of the industry too, and I'll, I'll be at any one of five different booths among my, even my own and the other sponsors that I work with while I'm at the show there. But the phone calls and the, and the questions that are coming in and the new products that are going to be available, I know Arden has come out with a new line of what they call the Blue Marlin stuff that, uh, that's uh, two-speed reels for the ocean that, that uh, they want to get into the competition. I mean, there's just been a plethora of new products that 
people are going to be bringing into the show, which is pretty exciting. It, it, it's kind of like the days of yore. Um, I think that the, the guys are going to have to maybe schedule two days to get through there so they can go in and out of the different booths to find out what is available. Well, it really it takes two days to see this show. Uh, some people spend more. Some people spend three, three days at the show. But it really does take two. One day to get around all the booths and see all the new product and say hello to all your friends. And then the second day just to take in a lot of the seminars and listen to what's going on and then and see parts of the show that maybe you haven't seen. One thing I've noticed over the years is that people tend to get into a bit of a pattern where they come into the show the same way and they work the same aisles and they never get to see the entire show. And, and that's... That's especially true of the exhibitors that are so busy, and at the end of the show or weeks later, sometimes months later, I'll be having a conversation, and we'll reference something that took place at the show, and they look at you like uh, like you're talking about a different show. Uh, for, for the last four years, we've had a, a feature at our show that a lot of the exhibitors don't even know exists, and that's a, a uh, discovered dive pool where we have a swimming pool uh, put in place at the show and heated, we have a uh, instruction company come in with dry suits, and uh, anybody that would like uh, walking up and down the aisles of the show can can slip off their shoes, put it, uh, put on a dry suit, and uh, and literally get into a pool and and scuba dive for the first time, and uh, and experience what it's like to be underwater and breathe. And then when they get done, all they have to do is dry off their hair and put their shoes back on. They're back to see in the show. And uh, wow. that's an exciting, exciting part of the show that is always very busy. But I'll bet you 80% of our exhibitors don't even realize that it's taking place because they don't get a chance to see the whole show. Well, they you don't. Know. I, I know for a fact I didn't know that was available until I, I started hearing it from actually a couple of couple of shows ago when uh, Mark came on and was talking about that. I go, I don't even know what, I don't know where that is. Of course, being yeah, when you're and, involved with the show, you're as, as one of the, exhibitors and you're in the booth it, it, you're lucky to get you know anywhere around i had to take a break at the end of the day uh, on every show uh, after every day i i went around up and down the aisles where i hadn't been just to take in what i missed uh that i didn't get to see which and some of it going man i really wish i would have had time to spend and ask some more questions about the products or what they had to offer uh, and you can utilize it in a lot of different areas, and I don't care whether you are a shooter or a camper or a fisherman or, in this case, a, a, a diver. You've got a, there's a lot of information to be had. You just need to go and kind of go slow. Don't go with the flow. <laughs> How's that? Well, yeah, and I think you have to come to the show with the, with the attitude that you're there to experience all the different facets of the industry. Uh, if you're only currently interested in one thing, you tend to gravitate to that, but there's so much more at the show, and uh, over the years, it's evolved and it's grown, and some of these other categories have continued to expand. We have the, the largest hunting exhibit uh, base uh, now that we've ever had in the show. More outfitters, more hunting guides, more lodges, uh, more uh, fishing lodges that also do uh, hunting that used to not even promote their hunting. They would just come with their fishing. So that's something added to the show as well. And at the same time, the fishing hasn't backed off at all. We have more manufacturers and larger manufacturer displays today than than we ever have. Um, one, one of the things that uh, I do in the off-season is I volunteer to help the uh, American Sport Fishing Association when they produce the ICAST show uh, back in Orlando. And I, I, I help them with their new product showcase. And every year I look at all these 
just fantastic new products before the public, uh, before the industry even gets to see them. And I always wonder what it would be like to be able to have all of those products available at the Fred Hall shows. Um, but in order for them to get there, they've got to get through the distribution chain. They've got to get into the dealers. They've got to get on the shelves before they can get into our show. And this year, for the first time, many, many, many of those products that I got to see back in July in Orlando will be debuted at the Fred Hall Show uh, to the public. And that, to me, is the very exciting part of what's happening with the, with the industry right now. How cool is that? You know, That's Mike, awesome. Uh, I wish I could be a civilian so I can walk the aisles and go to all the seminars. And not only, you know, not only seminars for me, but, I mean, you even have dog training seminars and rattlesnake guys. And, I mean, just amazing. Yeah, Mike, well, you know, that's, a lot a big, that's a big thing about the show. You know, when we had Bart on last week, he reminded us that Fred Hall family has been involved with the show for 70 years. And that when it first started out, it was an exhibition and there wasn't really anything for sale. And it's just a, a, a low, you know, almost a recent occurrence that now someone can come to the show and buy the latest, greatest that's out there in the fishing industry. But for those people that claim that they have everything, they don't need to come to a show to buy anything, the Fred Hall Show goes back to its roots where you don't have to go buy anything. There's a heck of a lot more there for the family than just looking for something to buy. Well, there's no question, and, and one of the things that I that I think as a you know a, an attendee of the show, which I am, even though I'm on staff and I've been involved in these shows since as far back as any of us care to think, um, I still get as fired up and as excited about things that I see at the show. I I have to resist uh, getting my credit card out, and uh, because <laughs> I see so much stuff that I that I'm excited about, and and the one thing that that I really love about the show is being able to interact with people on a face to face basis rather than online or or over a, an email exchange or looking at a paper brochure. You get to talk to the people. If you're looking for a travel uh, a vacation to, or destination to travel to. You get to meet the person that typically owns the lodge you're going to travel to. You get to talk to the guides that work for him. And you just can't do that in any other place. And that's what makes the Fred Hall shows so special. And I can tell you, after traveling all over the country and doing consumer shows and being involved in the industry on a national level, uh, we are... Uh, we are a little uh, jaded to what we have here uh, in the Fred Hall shows um, because they do not exist anywhere else in the country. And quite regularly, I get phone calls starting in December from people uh, typically in the northeastern part of the country saying, when is your seminar schedule going to be ready because I'm going to book airplane tickets and come out for the show. And they want to do it around certain seminar schedules. So we, tr- we truly do have a nationally known show and there is no show like a Fred Hall show anywhere. There just isn't. Mike, I'll, I'll go seminars? through that. I have guys on my long-range trips that come from, I had them all the way from the East Coast, from Massachusetts and North Carolina and New Jersey. I mean, and the, and they were asking about the show back then. Do you, know, you think it's worth it for, for us to fly out because we just don't have that kind of thing, anyways, anything like that here? And I said, there isn't, I think it's the best thing you could do if you come out for a few days, hang out, come through the show, and then fly back home, you'll, one, you'll learn a lot about products that you don't see on the East Coast, and and you'll be entertained to boot. I mean, there's a lot to see. I've got all a bunch of guys from, North, from Northern California that fish with us, 
Arizona, Nevada, and Utah to come. Uh, and just they'll stay for two or three days just to go through the show so they pick up the things that they need for the long-range trips alone. So, well, you know, as, as we were planning the 70th anniversary, Bart and I and the, and the rest of the staff were talking about how, how do we differentiate it from what's taken place all these previous years. And, you know, it's very difficult to do. The show is typically always full, and we always turn away exhibitors that would like to come in. How do you make it any different? And, and we all came to the conclusion that the one thing that we could do is remind people that this show is the purpose of this show is to promote and to celebrate the passion of outdoor recreation, the passion of going fishing and camping and hunting and family time in the outdoors. And it is, it's, it's a part of our lives that we take for granted quite often. And so we have, we have named this particular year Celebrate the Passion, and that's exactly what this show does. You know, and, and what this show also does, and it's something that, Maybe some of us in the industry have forgotten about for a little while. It appeals to the upcoming generation of fishermen and hunters and outdoor enthusiasts that are out there that uh, we may have lost to television or video games or whatever else like that. This gets those young people fired up, and we can just see it, you know, working the booths the way we do, the way they come up, and the excitement and enthusiasm that they have about being part of the outdoors now. And, and Fred Hall shows we want to thank you for doing that because, man, that's a big part of the whole program. Well, we rely entirely on our exhibitors to support the shows. We rely on the industry and the manufacturers to support the shows. And obviously we rely on the on the fishing and and public to come in and support the shows. This is not just uh, this is not just the Fred Hall shows producing something and everybody else benefits from far from it. We are all in this together, and the end result is it is all about getting the kids uh, involved and getting families involved. And I think collectively we all do a really good job at that. And when I go out to the trout pond out on the patio there, and I quite regularly see a grandson and his father and his grandfather all standing at the trout pond, smiling, taking pictures, and the dad says, yeah, I caught my first fish right here on this same patio. Um, that's pretty amazing. Right. Hey, Mike, we got to take a break right now. Is there any way we can get you to stay on for another segment? I would love to. All right. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, you're listening to Rod and Real Radio on AM540 or at rodandrealradio.com. You can also uh, go uh, and uh, uh Tune us in on uh, an iPad. Go to any of the applications, iHeartRadio uh, or Strikers or anything like that, and you should be able to get our app on. So stay tuned. There's still more on Real Radio to come with our special guest, Mike Lum, General Manager of the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience Shows. We'll be right back after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. 
H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey, everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the tuna season is upon us. It's here and it's time to go on the Chief. For those of you who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin six ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook and at our webpage at ChiefSportFishing.com. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. In Southern California, welcome back to Rod Real Radio. Stan, Wendy, and I are here, and we are talking to the general manager of the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience uh, Show coming up starting uh, March the 2nd at the Long Beach Convention Center. And, you know, uh, a lot of times people think about fishing, think it's only a male-dominated sport, but it isn't. It's like <laughs> Rod Real Radio. We've got our own uh, 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 female with us that probably outfishes most of us most of the time, and it's Wendy Toshahara. And, Wendy, do you have a, a, a question for Mike? I do. Hey, Mike, I wanted to know, do you guys, will you guys have any specials as far as getting into the Fred Hall Show? And um, are there any special seminars for, for um, women who want to get into the industry or who want to learn how to fish or hunt or shoot or any of that? 
Well, we'll start with the specials. Uh, the, the one that comes to my mind, and the most important one, is uh, CCA of California, the Coastal Conservation Association of California, that has recently uh, just, uh, in fact, they, they introed last year at the uh, Fred Hall Show. They were brand new, and uh, they have developed uh, a really nice program. If you were to join CCA California, uh, when you come to the Fred Hall Show, they have a special package where they're going to give you admission into the show in addition to the annual membership, and they've put together a great coupon booklet that has hundreds of dollars worth of uh, free uh, raffles and discount coupons, and in some cases, free merchandise. Uh, you get that all for $50, uh, which that is the best deal I can think of. If you want to come to the Fred Hall Show, join a wonderful organization that we all need to support uh, and get into the show for free. So that is the that is the best tip as far as getting into the show at a discounted price. As for the um, seminars that we do not, we have almost 400 seminars scheduled for that five-day period. And we do not have any specifically for women anglers, but there are all kinds of them at different levels, and women are always invited. And we have a very high percentage of women anglers and uh, novice women that think they might might be interested. They come sometimes with their husbands and boyfriends, and before they uh, before you know it, they're sitting in on the seminars and and they want to go uh, the next time they have an opportunity to go out as well. So although there's none specifically targeting women anglers, there's all kinds of opportunities. Um, one of the now, do you guys that, have your your app? I know you guys have a Fred Hall Show app. Is that an active app? It is not an active app. We we actually created that two years ago, and uh, and when uh, the software apparently uh, changed, we did not uh, we did not upgrade it at that time because of some cost issues, and uh, we had planned on redoing it. We just haven't got to it. We've just been too busy doing oh, other okay. stuff. So the, that that is not active. But if you would like to see our seminar listing, it is currently on the website at fredhall.com. You just go on to uh, fredhall.com and then click into the Long Beach show, and then you'll see a tab there that says seminars, and you can see all the different venues, pull them up, print them off, decide which ones you want to go to. Um, one thing I was going to mention a moment ago when we were talking about um, uh, kids and the importance of getting kids and families involved in, in fishing Um there's not a better place to let kids have access to the entry-level part of fishing. We've got the Department of Fish and Wildlife doing a kids' casting range out on the patio area that's always very popular. You've got, of course, the trout fishing, which is always free for the kids, and they can come in and catch trout uh, and take them home if they would like or release them back into the pond, whatever they prefer. There's a lot of, a lot of events and attractions at the show that are geared towards kids. Soft air shooting ranges are available to them. Laser shot shooting ranges are available to them. Um, there's a lot going on for the kids. We also have things out on the patio like Hobie uh, Kayak does uh, on-water demonstrations. If, if you're a youngster or, or a new uh, angler that has never fished or even sat in a kayak, uh, it's just not the same trying to sit in one that's on a pedestal on land. Go outside and get in one. And uh, you, you can do that right there at the Fred Hall Show. So it's one of the, one of the additional things a lot of people don't realize uh, takes place along with, with casting demonstrations out on the lagoon there for both uh, fly and conventional tackle. Um, the, out, the, the outdoor patio area is an area a lot of people don't spend enough time at. That's where the ultimate air dogs uh, do their thing. It's where we have the, uh, the fishing game has a trailer out there. Fish and Wildlife Rather has a trailer out there that has a, a nice exhibit in it, and they're there to answer your questions. 
all the time. Uh, you got the kids' uh, archery uh, range out there as well, and an air gun range out there. Uh, there's a display of some live pheasant and chucker out there on the patio. There's the Great American Duck Races. So there's a lot of stuff out <laughs> on the patio. In addition to in addition to the food court that's out well, there, which is always I was going to say not only that the awesome food and the turkey legs. <laughs> you know, you know, some sometimes those turkey legs are there, and sometimes they're not. And uh, last year they weren't, and I, that was a very common complaint. And we don't have any control or knowledge of that, but uh, I handle the complaints just the same, so it's all right. <laughs> you know, just blame it on the avian flu. <laughs> hey, we also want to uh, uh, remind those out there that. Uh, if, if they don't get on the Fred Hall site, which we invite them to do, to pick up, if they don't already subscribe to Western Outdoor News, next week's issue of Western Outdoor News, I, I think uh, uh, you know they're going to be paying a lot more when it comes to postage to get that issue out the door because it'll be jam-packed with a special uh, insert on just what's happening at the Fred Hall Shulo, including all of the seminars and features on many, many, many of the exhibitors that are there. Yeah, that is a, that's an exceptional issue every year, and uh, it always seems to be, it is by far the biggest, the biggest one of the year. There's nothing even, even close. But a lot of people keep that one for reference because there's a lot of articles in it, there's a lot of ads in it, there's a lot of reference material in it that's good to refer back to even months after the show. So next week's paper is definitely the one that you want to grab and hang on to. My yeah, you point. want to especially look at that 800 bass boat for insurance one. <laughs> that, that, that would be the one you might want to cut out and, and magnet onto your refrigerator. So the next time you need to renew, you know who to call. Well, you know, and there is going to be a coupon next to it that says if you'll come by your booth, our booth, and uh, and get a quote for your boat, we're going to give away probably a $200 rod and reel. Uh, at the end of the show for all the people that give, let us give them a quote. So little stuff like that, you know, it's always fun to play with. You know, yeah, uh, that's fantastic. Mike, you know, I, I, we just wanna, I want to get away from this notion, though, that people that are listening that maybe aren't involved in the sport or they've, they've just started scratching the surface when it comes to fishings and, and, and establishing the outdoors, that this isn't just for individuals that have been in the, the sport for God only knows how many years. There are so many entry type of things that people can get into and, and learn about. For instance, uh, you were telling me our good friend Mike Rayner at uh, Genren Sports Fishing uh, has, has an introduction to people that want to go to Baja but have never really thought about where to stay or how to, how to go fishing there. And, and tell us about that. Well, I think you, that's a very good example. I mean, I think uh, Baja offers some of the best values for people who want to travel to go fishing on a year-round basis. And uh, Mark Rayer, who owns Genren Sport Fishing, uh, owns three absolutely beautiful fishing yachts, uh, which are positioned in the East Cape area. And, you, and he doesn't have a lodge. He doesn't have a, a resort. What he does is he lets you pick which resort you want to stay at. And then he picks you up at their dock. And so that gives you the flexibility of picking the location that you want to be in, and yet you don't have to worry about the condition of the boats or whether or not uh, there's going to be any available. You contact uh, Mark ahead of time and, and book him, and then he'll pick you up at the hotel that you're staying at. But that being said, there's a lot of people, I know there are, that have always dreamt of going and fishing the East Cape, but don't know 
anybody to go with, and they're a little uncertain about it. They don't know how to get started. And they try to listen to the various lodges and the different resorts, and, and it always sounds like maybe they're making it sound a little a little easier than it is. They're just apprehensive. So we asked Mark to put together a presentation called Introduction to Fishing Baja, and that's exactly what he's done. And he has put together a PowerPoint presentation. He'll be up at the upstairs uh, seminar room, which is a very nice room that overlooks the show floor. And he's going to be there to talk about how you get to, to, uh, to Cabo, uh, how you get from there to the resort you're staying at, what he will do when he picks you up, and what you need to bring, which is very, very little. Airfare to uh, Cabo these days is extremely reasonable. And if there was ever somebody out there that thought, I would love to know more, that seminar is the one you want to come and spend 45 minutes with Mark and listen and watch, and then, and then you can go around and look at all the different Baja resorts and have a whole different perspective, and, and you'll get some ideas on where you want to go, and you'll find them to be very affordable in anybody's budget, and uh, once you get down there one time, it will be someplace you go back to over and over and over. Yeah, but we, we also want to appeal to a person like uh, uh, Kanye that uh, if Kim wants to come to the show with him, but she doesn't know what she's going to do, you have reprieved a new element of the Fred Hall shows that, you know, was very popular, left before, but has come back again. And, and tell us, what do you have that, that Kim Kardashian can also come and say, man, this is sensational. Well, you know, for many, for make many up years, for fishing. <laughs> for many years, for many years, we had what was what had grown into a very popular event at our show called the Bongos Fashion Show, and uh, the 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 wonderful woman who produced that for us for years um, was was unable to continue it uh, when she got sick, and uh, we discontinued the fashion show for a number of years. It's always been something people ask us about, and uh, with the help of some really energetic and great help here at this year's show, Hook, Line, and Sinker Tackle out of Santa Barbara in uh, conjunction with Extra Tough Boots are, have uh, put together the uh, fashion show again, and it will uh, be uh, back in both Long Beach and Del Mar uh, this year for the first time in many, many years, and I, I know that that will be very popular. It will be a combination of apparel, of course, and new products being showcased at the show uh, by uh, many of the show sponsors that have new product introductions. And it'll be fun, as always. There'll be prizes given away. There'll be music. There'll be laughs. There'll be all kinds of stuff. But that's on the seminar schedule at the Cousins Saltwater stage. So check that out and make sure that you, uh, you uh, get by and get a seat early for that one. It'll be quite popular. You know, that's pretty cool. Extra Tough has actually come out with a new boot that's made for a warmer weather than the regular brown ones we've been wearing. And I'm pretty sure that that's going to be on the showcase this year. They actually have quite a bit of, of footwear. I mean, uh, for those of us that thought they only made one model of uh, brown deck boot, uh, they have an entire line of footwear that is quite nice, and, and they're taking a fairly sizable space in the show. And I, I expect to see a lot of the varieties that we none of us have gotten to see. But it's another one of those things that, they came to pass by uh, being back at ICAST and seeing some of it, and then they decided to come out and show it to the public, which is we are very excited about that opportunity. Well, Mike Lump, General Manager of the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience Show, the first one's coming up in Long Beach, and it's obvious that we've only been able to just scratch the surface 
on all the opportunities there are to enjoy all things outdoor coming up at this Long Beach show. But if people want to try to catch up, find out what the schedule are for the seminars, get the hours, uh, all that, where's the best place to go for this information, Mike? You, you can get everything you need to know about the show at fredhall.com. You can buy tickets online. You certainly don't have to, but it does make the process of getting into the show a little bit easier. Uh, one thing I want to mention that is not yet up on the uh, website, we just uh, found out uh, in the last couple of days, we will have a very nice uh, vendor who is going to bring mobility scooters to the show for the folks that are uh, handicapped or the folks that are, are uh, uh, having trouble staying on their feet for the hours it takes to see the show. And right at the entrance of the arena lobby entrance, there will be a nice display of mobility scooters for rent at a very, very reduced price. That's great stuff. All right, Mike. And uh, just uh, quickly, uh, tell us the hours, just in case we don't get to your site. Well, we'll on the weekdays, we'll be opening at 1 o'clock, and we'll stay open until 9, and then Saturday we open at 10, and we'll close at 8.30, and then Sunday we open at 10, and we'll stay open until 7. Well, Stan and Wendy, it looks like we're going to have to put on comfortable shoes because we're committed <laughs> for that whole time, but it's going to be a great time, too. Mike Lum. General Manager of the Fred Hall Ultimate Outdoor Experience Show. Thank you very much for being with us, and we look forward to seeing you in just a few days. We're looking forward to it. Everyone's excited, and uh, I can't wait. <laughs> that makes I a bunch of us, Mike. Hey, Me thanks too. For, thanks for That's being with us. A lot of work. Hey, listen, we're going to have to take a break right now, but coming up next, Billy Nelson from 24-7 Outdoors. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for Bass Boat Insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. My angler h 2 oath. Like the mighty flounder, I will keep one eye on the pole and the other watching for rogue waves. I'll save water by taking shorter showers and enthusiastically celebrate talk like a pirate day. Aye. I will chat up the locals before launching in unfamiliar waters. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. 
What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. It's tuna time, and it's time to reserve your spot on one of the newest boats in the fleet, the 70-foot Sea Adventure 2 at H&M Landing in San Diego. It has a really comfortable galley that seats up to 24 passengers with all the comforts of home, including two big satellite flat-screen TVs and satellite phone. The huge new bait tank and slammer ensure plenty of bait for everyone, and two four-ton refrigerated fish holds, both RSW and blast-free, have plenty of room to keep your catch as fresh as the minute you caught it. Reserve your spot on the Sea Adventure to online at hmlanding.com or call H&M Landing at 619-222-1144. In Southern California, welcome back to Rod Real Radio. Stan Vandenberg's with us tonight. So's Wendy Toshihara. And, and guys, I tell you, are we all looking forward to that upcoming Fred Hall show or what? Well, all I know is that it, it's going to be on your feet for a long, long days. <laughs> But uh, we've got our booth for, for San Fernando Valley Hardest, which you'll have to look up on the uh, the uh, pages when you come in. But we'll we offer boating insurance for anywhere from the the drift boats in the Sierras, the guys at Sierra Drifters, or all the way you know through the major yachts and six pack charters, etc. Along with the bass boats, we're known for that, and uh, our company ace that uh, has underwritten the product just bought chubb insurance which is one of the larger wow. uh, companies around so uh, they are now officially one of the largest companies in the world and uh, the chubb will now be your underwriters for your insurance but we haven't had to change companies in 34 years and we're pretty proud of that great and wendy i know you're going to be there at the show too i will be there iserline has two booths we have our main booth and then we have a coach's tents where we'll teach people how to tie knots and connections. But at the main booth, we have a knot tying contest that we do every year, and you can win great prizes from the manufacturers that are there at the show. And um, all the proceeds go to kids fishing. Yep. Uh, another thing I wanted to attend, which we didn't talk about, is on Saturday morning before the show, there will be um, the Department of Fish and Wildlife will be there for a question and answer segment. So you can go in and, and sit down and ask um, DFW any questions you want. So I'm sure they're going to be bombarded. <laughs> Man. And then also, if you're going by, stop by and see us at the Ron Real Radio booth. Uh, introduce yourself to us. Or if you don't know about Ron Real Radio, yeah, come by and say hello, pick up a sticker, and a few other things while you're there. Hey, now we want to welcome to Ron Real Radio, one of the owners of 24-7 Outdoors. He's been making lures uh, for uh, many years here. He's just come out with a new line. Also, he's fishing against Stan Vandenberg, too, coming up next week. <laughs> Mr. Billy Nelson. Billy, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. I love this. Well, i got to say, see, now the Vander Brothers, my brother Ken and I, have been fishing in the arenas here for since the beginning of time. And and I'm real partial to brother teams. You know, we had uh, Rick and Arnie Butler, which are great, the Hamilton brothers, Roy and Gordon Gray. Roy is one of the reps for you'll meet him down at the show. And then we've got Billy and Bobby Nelson, who are extremely talented and tough fishermen. And, I mean, how would you like to have guys like Mike Folks that want you to pre-fish with them? These guys are the guys. So, Welcome to the show, buddy, and, and I'm proud to call you a friend. 
I'll take all the accolades I can get, especially coming from you and your brother. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, they won right out of the gate. These guys won the first tournament of the year up at our up at Casitas with this new with this new product. So I'll let you tell us a little bit about what you've done there, Billy, and where we're going here. Thank you, Stan. Um, as John was saying, I've been in the lure making business for about 15 years, off and on, and it's a big passion of mine. I recently started 24/7 Outdoors. Um, I'm expanding this time. I used to be, I, I liked the niche market of the tournament bass fisherman because I'm a tournament bass fisherman myself. Yes. And uh, I have a vast interest in that field, but I realized pretty quickly over the last 10 years that I have to diversify myself. So I am expanding into some saltwater products and maybe even into some, um, you know, Atlantic and Gulf Coast products also for red fishing and Things like that, I'm really excited about it, really excited about it. And, of course, I'm going to stick with the bass fishing stuff, too, because that's really where my heart lies. Well, tell us what you're doing in the bass fishing stuff, Billy, and uh, uh, what type of products you're coming out with. All my products are being manufactured here by Western Plastics in Southern California. John, I know you're very familiar with them. (laughs) And um, I am trying to give the fishermen exactly what they want. Uh, fishermen are very fickle. I know both you guys know that. And a particular color or a particular style of bait is what sells. And I really want to try and give the fishermen what they want for a change and not really try and ram anything down anyone's throat. Uh, I'm only making products that I know will sell primarily in the Southern California market from San Luis Obispo to San Diego. And if I can expand into Arizona and some other um Nearby states, possibly Nevada, I'm interested in that also. But I don't want to get too big, to be totally honest with you. I've worked in the same same job for 35 years, and I'm looking at my twilight years, and I'd love to fish more than I do now. And this is going to be a way for me to do that. And well, you know, like, the, the products at the first tournament of the year here for uh, Juan Bass, when, when we got out there, they brought some of the products in for a show-and-tell. So, and... As they passed this box of, uh, I think it was just mostly worms around, but everybody there was going, I would use these in a heartbeat because <laughs> of the way that they're made. It's not the standard product. They, they move very well. Uh, lighter weight, I think, and but it's not to say that, you know, the, the colors that we saw there will work at Lake Mead or Lake Havasu in Nevada just as right. well as they would at, at Pleasant in Arizona, or even Clear Lake up in Northern California. So you've got products that I've already seen that will work pretty much wherever we go. That, and, Stan, that's exactly what I like to hear because, you know, there's, you know as well as anybody out there, that there's a few colors that work just about anywhere you fish. I've fished, been lucky enough to tournament fish all over the United States, and we almost repeatedly always go back to three or four basic colors. And combinations of those colors will work just about anywhere. So, again, I'm, I'm giving the guys exactly what they like. I'm making a four, five, six, and eight-inch drop shot worm, a really nice seven-and-a-half-inch, what you would consider a Texas-style worm. just has a fatter body, but it can be drop shotted as well, which is what, you know, is a standard here in Southern California and San Diego, of course. And I am going to come out with some other products 
soon, hopefully. Uh, I'm working on a swim bait right now, both for fresh and salt water, uh, a rubber swim bait, plastic, and uh, probably a reaper, and um, some of the other things that the guys are asking me for. Well, I'm I'm totally excited about it, really into it, love formulating the colors, love working with the guys that manufacture my product, you know, really, really excited about the whole thing. Well, from my side, being, well, not just because I know you and to call you a friend, but I mean, I'll look at the product there and I I saw that fat worm, I'm going, you know, that bigger seven and a half inch worm, that really comes into play and a lot of guys don't fish that, I mean. I was fishing. I was fishing a fourteen-inch worm last weekend, so <laughs> I'm not afraid to go big or go home. So that, but having the product available because most of the stuff you see in the market is, you know, a three-inch or four-inch or six-inch worm, but the, you don't see seven or seven and a half-inch or nine-inch. If you get down to right. San Diego region, you'll see some bigger ones down there. But right. for the most part, you just don't see that. And and to come up with a reaper, reapers have been pulled off the market in a lot of different places. So that is a tactical bait that really comes into play with the warm weather and the shad on the water. Especially in the pressured lakes that we all fish in Southern California. You're not kidding. You know, it gets, I know they had a tournament at Castake over the weekend that drew 50 boats. Our tournaments typically draw 25 or 30, and those guys are all practicing, too, in the Fish become very, very acclimated to certain baits and certain colors. So, you know, it's tough on everybody, but the right bait at the right time will always work. And if they're not, I'm not going to give away any secrets, but if you're not using a bigger worm, you should be. Well, that doesn't always work, by the way. Well, Billy, you know, you can, you can go to Zoom and you can get a, a, a watermelon seed and a green pumpkin and, and you can get black and everything else like that. But you've kind of taken it to the next level in offering the fishermen some really special colors within that same genre that probably look different enough to the fish that it's going to get them to strike where they won't necessarily do it with that same green or brown pumpkin. And, you know, one fish, John, can make all the difference in the world, whether it's a bigger fish or just one to fill out your limit. Or I've won tournaments with one fish before. So, I mean, it can yeah. make all the difference in the world. Just, well, you just know, Stan, Stan and Ken didn't need that last week. They, they could have given up one fish and still won that thing. But for the rest of us mortals, yeah, that one fish could really make a difference, especially if you're fishing Havasu or Mead, where, Absolutely. you know, tenths of an ounce make a difference. Absolutely. And so I've done a, a lot of due diligence. You know, I spend a lot of time on the water myself, and my brother Bobby is also a very avid tournament fisherman. And between the two of us putting our heads together and saying, hey, you know, maybe we dump a little red flake in this color that everybody uses and see what happens. You know, I have pouring pots in my garage, and I can do all this stuff on my own before I have it manufactured, and it, it really does make a difference. Whether well, that's where the creativity of that the, the plastic worm and the three four and the two color and the three color worm came into play in the first place. When they sure. started started building the different colors and putting two two colors in, and then became three colors, and then we were playing around early in the in the in the game with you know black flake to give some body to the the right. worm, and then the red flakes to, or orange flakes or green flakes or whatever it is to come up and accent the bait, 
that really turned into a process of, you know, let's do this and see if it makes a difference, and it did. So yeah. to start playing around, a lot of the, and a lot of the companies kind of have left that. So you're yeah. really picking up the ball and running with it where a lot of the people have left, which is good for the fishermen and not so good for the fish. Yeah. Right. Billy, where can people go? to see examples of what your product looks like and if they're in uh, some of the uh, dealers right now what dealers are there available at or how can they gain access to your product well they can call me directly if they want me to send them samples if there's any dealers out there with that would like to see the product they can call me directly at 805-501-1437 or text me or send me an email at bass 247-at-me.com. I'm also in three... How is that again? Do that again. Bass? It's bass247-at-me.com. Okay. It's my personal website. And again, I have product pictures and so on up there for people to see. And they're available in three different, at the time, uh, Eric's Tackle and Ventura carries my product. Fish and Fools in Chatsworth. And Anglers Marine in Anaheim right now are, are actually retailing the product for me. And, again, I'm, I'm pushing real hard to get it. I'm going to stay regional. I, I don't want to flood the market with the product. I want to stay true to the guys that have stayed true to me over the years as my retailers and let the people see it and use it and buy it because I know it will sell and I know they'll enjoy it and I know it works. Personally, well, Billy I Nelson did. from 24-7 uh, Outdoors, uh, gee, good luck on that. Uh, we hope Are you, you going to be at the Fred Hall Show, though, Billy? I'm going to be at the Fred Hall Show, but I'm just going to be wandering around passing out product. I will not be in anybody's booth down there, but I will be there, and I will be there passing out some product. You can come to my booth and hang out at 800 Basketball with Kenny and I, and we'll, we'll help support you, bud. I'll be, will you have a chair for me? Yes. <laughs> You'll be needing it. Hey, Billy Nelson, 24-7 Outdoors, thanks a lot for being with us and uh, giving us uh, an idea of the new products that you're coming out with. They sound exciting. John, I certainly appreciate the time. It's great. All right. You too, Stan. Hey. Thanks. And I'll, I'll see you this weekend, Stan. All righty, buddy. Did you hear about the weight this last weekend? Of course I did. Are you kidding? <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Hey, Stan, Wendy, that's it for tonight. Wendy, thanks a lot for being with us, making the effort to come on down from San Jose after a, a, a full schedule of, of exhibitions up there that you've been through. We appreciate it very much. Oh, anytime, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah, and Stan, uh, congratulations. Great uh, uh, tournament that you had at, at Conceitus. Do well next week. Well, you know, I know that, I know that this, it was a one-time shot because in all of the, the years that I've been fishing, it was probably, and my brother and I were just laughing about it as we are going through the day, that may be the best day of fishing we have ever had together in history. And, and as far as the lake and the, and, uh, the guys there, it's, it's okay. You get onesie twosies where you get that one big fish and then you scratch and you get, you know, eight more fish during the day, but have 30 fish between... I mean, we got a couple of rats and the two pounds, but everything was three to five pounds. And then we got the nine-pounder. It was like, this is stupid fun, and it'll never happen again. So. All right. Hey, guys, we've gone way over time. I know I'm going to get a, a, a note from management uh, tomorrow on this. So <laughs> on behalf of Stan, Wendy, 
always for the Horgan, our uh, uh, AM540 producer, Ben Harvey, that produces the things that we need here locally in San Diego. And always in memory of Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McCune that leg, uh, left us this legacy that is Rod and Real Radio. Been on the air continuously for over 15 years. We want to thank you, the listeners, for checking in with us. Now go out and get them. It's going to be a great weekend for fishing. We look forward to seeing you next week starting at 5.05 p.m. on AM540 or just go to ronrealradio.com. Hit the listen button, and we'll be there for you. So on behalf of all of us, thanks for listening tonight, everyone. Stay safe. We're out for now. Good night. i tell you why I can't find you. Every time I go out to your place, you gone fishing. Ah, you know. But there's a sign upon your door. Uh Uh-huh. Gone fishing.